the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. And before we get started, I want to send out a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh... Easiest way to explain it, if you can't find a brand new commercial vehicle or if you're looking for a used commercial vehicle, I can't think of a better place to send you. Uh, they're located at 15225 North 32nd Street, 602-722-9151. Bobby, Bobby Rabati and his family at, at B&N Auto Sales. So, as I always say, it's articles that I find that I talk about. And I find a lot of these articles, you know, on the MSN Auto page, and I go to Jalopnik. Okay, and I really like some of the articles I found this week. And one of the articles I found was, this: these outdated car buying tips could hurt you in today's crazy market. F- face it, in the red-hot market of 2022, negotiate up from invoice pricing is going to get you laughed out of the showroom. If you're trying to buy a car right now, you'll probably experience a world of frustration between a lack of inventory and crazy high prices. There are some helpful hints to navigate this market, but you should know that a lot of conventional wisdom no longer applies in our superheated car market, and some common tips actually hurt you when buying a car today. I've seen articles all over the internet pinching top, pitching top tips for negotiating with car dealers. While some of the Advice still applies, like doing your research before your dealership or getting pre-approved for a loan. Absolutely don't get pre-approved for a car loan. Okay, If you show up at a car dealership and your car's 60 days away, your, your pre-approval might expire. Don't put the horse, bef- keep the horse in front of the cart. Okay, Don't put the cart in front of the horse. If And I've always told people this, it, do your research, see what you'd like to buy. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you find it online, it's going to be at the dealership. Now, what I want you to do, and I tell people to do this, call your credit union if you have a credit union, call your bank if you have somebody you deal with at the bank, find out what they're offering. You can always use that. And I've never been to a dealership where they said to me, oh, you can't. Use your credit union money. Well, guess what? There are dealerships right now that if you're not financing the car with the dealership, you're paying more for the car or you're not buying the car. Find the car before you do anything. A lot of these 
old reliable tips will only work if you take a time machine back to the buyer's market of 2018 when inventory was plentiful and dealer markups were a rarity. These are the worst bits of recycled car buying advice I've seen on the internet, all of which need to be recalibrated for today's market. First one, bad tip number one, focus on the invoice price. For the longest time, buyers and advice blogs were obsessed with the idea of knowing what the invoice price on a new car. The invoice price is the amount the dealer pays the factory, usually about 5 to 8% below MSRP. I always found this advice strange because even if a buyer knows how much the deal is paid for the car, the number, that number in it of itself doesn't provide the buyer with any leverage to convince the dealer to discount the vehicle. The MSRP in 2022 is the best case scenario on any remotely desirable car model. I conduct dozens of new car deals every month, and I've seen a pattern emerging. This is the gentleman in the article. The dealers have the that have cars available to buy right now are usually the ones that add markup, hence why they have inventory sitting around. I remember being in a dealership where every new car on the showroom was twenty grand over MSRP, and two weeks later, all those cars were gone, and every one of them sold for twenty grand over MSRP. The dealers willing to sell at com- com- competitive prices are almost always pre-selling their inventory several months before the car arrives. So if you have the luxury of time on your side, you're more likely to get a a deal, get a better deal, but it's going to take some hunting and some faith that the car you want will arrive at the dealership and not get tied up on supply chain woes. Absolutely couldn't agree with what he has said in that bad tip number one more. Tell the salesperson you're out the door price and stick to your guns. Yeah, draw that line in the sand and tell them you're not crossing it. You're not buying the car. Given how fast inventory is moving right now, if a dealer can get what you want at a price that seems fair to you, it's probably worth jumping on. First, the out-the-door price strategy assumes you correctly calculate a total transaction price that includes your local taxes, DMV fees. Unless you do this for a living, you probably won't come up with the correct number off the top of your head. I come up with a number that's very, very close. It's not 100%, but I use 12%. 12% of the sale price of the vehicle should cover your sales tax, your license plates, and your dealer dock fee. Okay, And when I say I'm close, I'm within a couple of hundred bucks. The negotiating method only really works in person. You might drive all the way to the dealer only to find out the car you were looking for wasn't in stock. Incredibly likely right now, or your out-the-door price target is either inaccurate or you're not remotely realistic in today's market. Bottom line, you've wasted a ton of time and come back empty-handed. A more efficient tactic is to call or email a few dealers and ask what's actually available. I'm going to tell you something. The best way to find out what's available is visit the dealer. Okay, Because unfortunately, you call the dealership or you get an email, some of that email might be a little misleading throwing the hook out off the fishing pole to snag you. Say, say, so, say no to extra fees. This, a lot, this follows along with the out-the-door price. Most buyers know that the final sales price of a car will include a number of additional charges. Some of these are unavoidable. 
like sales tax, DMV registration fees. Others, though, are pure profit generators for dealerships. While the Federal Trade Commission is proposing to implement new rules to minimize these shenanigans, right now many car buyers still find themselves getting hit with unexpected fees. Should you push back on these fees? Absolutely. But remember that in today's high demand market, buyers don't have the leverage we once did. You can demand anything you want, but with so many people hungry to buy a new car, oftentimes the dealers will let you walk and just find another, I don't want to say sucker, another consumer. Okay. If you walk out, you're not a sucker. If you buy the car, you're not a sucker. If you go in and you leave blindfolded, that's the guy that's the sucker. As long as you understand what you're doing and you make the decision to agree with what the dealership is offering you, okay? If you agree with what they offer you, you don't decide to buy a car. Today, a car dealership decides to sell you a car. You've probably heard this one. Bad tip number four. Don't mention your trade until the last minute. Well, I've been in the car business since 1988, and every car deal that I've ever worked in my life, I assumed the person has a trade in. You're not surprising the car dealership when they throw the trade in at the last second. But understand something. Once you've negotiated the deal on the car and you turn around and your number for your trade is five grand more than what the car is actually worth, you're not buying a car. You've probably heard this one. Don't tell the dealer you want to trade in your current car until you've got a final price on the car you want to buy. On the whole, it's not terrible advice, but it comes from a valid concern that a dealer will offer you a strong price on your trade, but make it up by removing any discounts on the new car or vice versa. A great discount and a lowball trade offer. Here in 2022, the situation is a little different. Dealers are desperate for used cars, and a lot of them are paying good money to boost their pre-owned inventory. Absolutely. I've seen a few instances where telling the dealer a trade might be on the table coaxed out a more competitive deal. There are dealerships, if you don't have a trade, they're not selling you a car. Or get a new car customer moved to the front of the line for a factory order. Because, again, if you really want a specific car with specific equipment, you're putting in an order and waiting. I've also seen deals where the trade offer was so high it offset the dealer markup on the new car. That is absolutely happening. They're talking about 20% markups on some of these cars, 12% markups on some of these cars. These used cars are worth 30% sometimes more than they were worth last year. If I sound like I'm exasperated or I'm, I'm trying to pound into your head, there's nothing wrong with trying to buy a car right now as long as you know what you're doing and what to expect. If you're afraid of getting a lowball offer on your trade, it's trivially easy to get a bid from Carvana, CarMax, or Vroom. Okay, I've dealt with... Two of those companies, one I I won't even look at because of some of the things I've read about them. I will tell you this. The numbers used to really, really be high from CarMax and Carvana. Okay, They've kind of leveled off a little bit, but I absolutely agree with him. Before you go car shopping, and if you know the car's there, get that number from Carvana. Get that number from CarMax. But I'm telling you this, if you go onto their website and you don't, they don't see the car, everything is subject to final inspection. If you have them put a number on the car, please, 
Be honest about it. If you got a dent in the fender, tell them. If the car's been in an accident, tell them. If there's scratches on the car, tell them. If you've smoked in the car, tell them. If you don't have both keys, tell them. Okay? They look for ways sometimes to give you less than what they offered you in the email. Final thoughts. It's still possible to get a new, a good deal on today's market. You just have to understand that every deal is relative. Absolutely. And what might have seemed like a sucker's buy a year ago could be your best option today. Your chances of success are directly to, related to your flexibility and patience. I've talked about this before. It used to be pick and choose. It's now give and take. You used to pick what you wanted, choose where you wanted to get it. Now you have to give up some of the things you want and take what they have. And if you're not in a hurry to buy a new car, now's a great time to get caught up on preventive maintenance on your current ride because in today's market, the best Buying advice is stick with your current car until the market calms down. Not necessarily disagreeing with them, but if you got a car that's really good trade bait, if you've got a 20,000-mile Tacoma, a 20,000-mile Tundra, if you've got a, you know, a Cadillac Escalade, some of these cars make it make sense as long as you're not drastically overpaying for what you're buying. Once again, my name's Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Mo- Valley. Welcome back to Your Current Siders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. You know, I know I sound excited because I, I want people to understand I can help them. And it's funny because I, I hear the door slam in the house sometimes because I get excited when I'm on the phone at home and my wife works from home. So even if I'm in the backyard sometimes, she says to me, you know, the whole neighborhood can hear you on the phone. And I'm like, you know, I don't care. Maybe they'll understand a little bit about what's going on. But 
I really like this article that I just talked in the last segment about the outdated car tips could hurt you in today's crazy market. It's probably one of the best articles I've ever read, and it's, I shouldn't say best, one of the most accurate to what's going on in today's market. If you recall back not that long ago, I was talking about articles that were in November, December, and January that just passed where these so-called experts were telling you to wait for the second quarter because things were going to get better. Things are worse right now than they were in January of 2022. They're not going to get any better. You have to make a decision as to what you want to do. I get people that call me and say, hey, I just spent $5,000 fixing my car. When should I get rid of it? Okay. If you put five grand in your car and it's a 2015 BMW with over a hundred thousand miles on it, you probably might have thought of getting rid of it before you spent the five grand. But this gentleman said, talking about repairing your cars, and it just so happened, I found an article on the internet that said, auto repair owner warns cost of everything is going up. The owner of this auto repair facility in New Jersey warns the cost of everything is going up and consumers will face steep increases when fixing these cars. We're waiting for months and months to get the product as well. He added stressing the difficulty of getting engines. He mentioned that he used to repair engines for about $4,500, now charges $9,500 due to cost pressures. He also noted that the cost of tires has increased by 40% since the pandemic began. That's another thing. Go to try to buy tires. Okay, Don't wait till you have to buy them. Because even when I went to get tires for my car, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. And I ended up, I was at Costco and I ended up going to discount tire because they had what I needed and they had it in stock. He ordered that the, the, the cost of brake rotors, the metal disc connected to the wheels of the vehicle are up 20%. He provided the insight two days before investors will digest the consumer price index and course CPI, which is expected to rise to 8.8 from 8.6. The prior read is tracked by trading um, economics. I don't follow those percentages. Uh, auto, body shop, auto body shops face month-long waits for parts and supply j- train breakdown. Very frustrating. Used car and truck prices were up 16.1% from the previous year, and the price for new vehicles increased by 12.6%. Uh, used cars and trucks were up more than 16%, in my opinion. A new transmission that I might have got for $400 to $500 last year is now $2,500. Everything is going up. He pointed out that people are hanging on to their cars for a longer period of time, off opting to repair them as prices for new vehicles have kept been soaring. Auto dealers facing a shortage of technicians. It's, you know, you, you try to get in to, for an appointment, you know, it's really, really tough to get your car in for service these days. Okay, first of all, it's tough to get new vehicles. He noted that customers can't get their hands on them, even with the cost of new and used vehicles having been going up drastically. People are putting a lot of money into their used cars. He continued stressing that he is seeing a lot of people spend more money than they normally would. Here's the biggest thing I want people to understand. More important than buying a car 
It's taking care of your car. And if you have to have somebody that you trust, okay? I took a car to a reputable, so-called reputable, family-owned automotive repair facility in my neighborhood. And I was selling the car for a priest. And he was a friend of a friend that passed away and the family had bought the priest a car. So I wanted to have the car. The oil changed. So before I took it, I checked the in-cabin air filter, I checked the air filter, and I just wanted the oil changed. So they did this inspection, and I watched through the window of the shop drinking a cup of coffee, watching this young man that all he did was lube and oil filter changes. He put the car up on the lift. He looked at this. He looked at that. He looked at this and looked at that, and I... Got the oil changed, was a very fair price, and went home. A couple of days later, I got a call from a gentleman that wanted to have the buy the vehicle. He had looked at it, now he wanted to buy it, and he wanted to know if I would mind him taking it to a local mechanic for an inspection. And I said, you know, I don't, you can do that, but I just had the oil changed. Let me call this facility and let me see if they can print out what they found to be wrong with the car. And I went in and they said, oh, absolutely. They, they pulled it up and he sent me the recommend recommendations of the technician when he did the oil change. And they were about 700 bucks for what he was recommending. And the part that really disappointed me was this shop is packed all the time people in the neighborhood think they're great and the problem that I had was I had receipts from the Subaru dealership showing that the maintenance schedules that they wanted to fix and it was along the lines of changing brake fluid it was changing the transmission fluid flushing the radiator they really couldn't find anything wrong with the car and the sad part was in the last 10,000 miles, the Subaru dealership and Flagstaff had done all the work. Now, I really felt like going back to this place and saying what I really felt. Because, folks, if you're in a place where you don't know anybody, it is so important to trust who's working on your car. You know, I had a friend we had lunch one day, and he got that free oil change coupon. And there's no such thing as a free lunch because the day that he got the coupon, we dropped his car off and he bought me lunch. So there was a free lunch involved in that. So he gets a phone call from the dealership that, hey, we found this wrong with the car. We found this wrong with the car. We found this wrong with the car. And it was about $2,200 in maintenance, struts, this, that, the other thing. And he said, you know, I'm just going to pick it up from the oil change. So after we picked it up from the oil change, we took a, a ride out to my friend Joey Staples in Earnhardt Honda, and I said, Joey, could you do me a favor? He just had the oil changed, and I don't want to give you the paperwork. I want to see what your technician says when he looks at the car. So he went through the car, and I said, now what we're going to do is we're going to compare the two when... The, so they go through the car, they come back, and he said, you know, if you wanted to do this and this you could end up replacing those items. It was about 600 and some odd dollars. 
It was about two grand less than what the other Honda dealership wanted to charge him. Please find somebody you can trust in a car dealership for your repairs. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me is 602 525 1370. Vista Cleaners has the latest state of the art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. If I don't answer the phone, please, please leave a message. I will call you back. You know, I did get an email from, from somebody the other day. It was a young man who wanted me to help his parents. He was on the fence, the young man. His parents were split decision. Father thought he could go do it on his own. The mother wanted my help. I will tell you this. I'm not here to convince you that I could help you. Okay? I'm not here to do that. I know I can help you buy a car. So when he he sent me this dissertation, this giant email, and at the end, I kind of realized that he may not have been interested in my help, but... I left them a message, never heard back, and, and, and I don't chase people. If if you call me and I speak to you and I'm not arranging to call you back with information, I can promise you I'm not going to follow up and see what your thoughts are. I'm not the salesman in the dealership that's going to call you every three days until you tell them, leave me alone, I bought a car. Okay, want to also send out a very special thanks to being in auto sales at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. 602-722-9151. Bobby Rabati and his family at Bean and Auto Sales. Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Chad Sasan and his team at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. And last but not least, David Garcia, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. And I can't forget about my good friends, Troy and Rich, at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road. You know, we talked recently about 12% of car payments being over $1,000 a month. We talked about the average price of a new car being over $47,000. We talked about the average price of a new car payment being over $700 a month. Here's a sad article, part of Autoblog. Borrowers of all stripes are defaulting with some monthly payments over $1,000. Somebody who has a $1,000 car payment had great credit when they bought this car. Car repossessions are on the rise as average prices hit $47,000. It's hard to read automotive news without hearing stories on rising car prices and inflated prices. 
that's one side of the story. And while it's important, there's a whole other thing that brings on the financial side of the market that has experts worried. Vehicle repossessions are on the rise, meaning many people who bought cars in the past two years are now running out of ways to pay for them. According to Kelly Blue Book, the average price of new vehicles rose 13.5% year over year to $47,148 in May. Combined with a record high monthly payment, it's easy to start piecing, piecing the story together. Edmonds data showed that a whopping 12.7% of new cars are on the hook, new car buyers are on the hook for payments of $1,000 a month or more. These are mortgage payment numbers for much of America, and they're being applied to a depreciating asset. You know, I kind of chuckle about that because I have friends that live in New York that their houses are paid for and their taxes are more than $1,000 a month. So let me know where the housing market, the mortgages are 1000 bucks a month. We're not talking about luxury makes and models here. People are paying over sticker on several new models, and even luxury vehicles are becoming more expensive as demand remains strong and supply remains constrained. Prices are part of the problem, but many buyers are defaulting on loans purchased through those vehicles in 20 or 21 when they receive stimulus money or temporary bumps in pay due to the pandemic. As those benefits recede, some are left holding the bag with a monthly auto loan payment that eats up a significant portion of their monthly income. Some expect the scenario to play out like the subprime, subprime mortgage crisis in 2008 and 2009. He interviewed car dealers who regularly purchase repossessed vehicles before they head to auction. Uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not familiar with that. Usually when a car comes back to the dealership, it goes to the auction. Uh, Maybe there's something different now where the banks are letting the cars buy the cars out. But remember something, if your car gets repossessed when it's sold at the auction, you're still responsible for the deficiency. One noted that the repossessed cars are coming out of situations where the buyer's loan-to-value is trending well north of 100%. Loan-to-value, or LTV, refers to the loan amongst amount versus the vehicle value. So a car worth $10,000 with a $2,000 inventory markup yields an LTV 120%. It's tempting to believe the spike in repossession numbers is due to low-wage workers or people with bad credit dragging down the system. It's not necessarily the case. It's true that repos for subtime, subprime buyers, borrowers almost doubled to 11% in 2020. But repos on prime borrowers also doubled in the same period to 4%. When you're buying a car, please keep in mind that you're committed to that loan for as long as the term of the loan. Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. And once again, I want to thank all the sponsors of the radio show. Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales, 15225 North 32nd Street, 602-722-9151. My friends at Earnhardt Honda, Joey Staples and his team. My friends at Earnhardt Hyundai, Adam Breen and his team. That's Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Chad Sasan and his team. Wonderful guys to try to do business with. They, they, they absolutely understand what it is that I'm trying to do to help clients buy cars. You know, I talked earlier uh, about the markups on certain vehicles and at the end of the day I called on a certain car and when he told me what it was I thought it was you know a little crazy but when I called the client and told the client what he said he said well you know I still don't want to do that but it's six thousand dollars less than where I left yesterday I'm here to help you I'm not here to sell you anything my friends David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford Troy and Rich at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road. You know, there's an article that I found, and it said, shoppers are selling out, shelling out big for new cars. And how could this be possible? How could this possibly go wrong? Not too long ago, we covered how the average monthly car payment in the United States reached an all-time of $712. With the supply crunch and few cars available, it seems many are desperate enough to pay large piles of cash for the privilege of owning a new car. Record portion of the market is paying 1000 a month. That's that 12.7%. That's the highest percentage Edmonds has ever recorded for the $1,000 per month segment on the car. Remember something. To get to $1,000 a month for 72 months, you're financing right in the... $65,000 range at a good rate. Helping drive the figure, in fact, the average percentage rate for new vehicles jumped to 5%, a number that we haven't seen since the first quarter of 2020. I was at a Highline store the other day, and the sales manager was kind enough to print off the buy rate sheet for that bank's lender for 60 months with great credit and a low LTV, you know, not a hundred percent. It was over 5%. And this was at a Highline store. The increase is being driven in part by luxury vehicle shopping, choosing to buy instead of lease. This could be driven by a concern about the constrained supply back in June of 2019 vehicle leases for, Luxury vehicles was a whopping 30%. That number has plummeted to right around 18.5%. Like we keep seeing on our surveys, Edmund found the average finance for new vehicles was sky high. It reached a little over $40,000, also setting 
a new record. Yes, new cars have become pricey. Meanwhile, Kelly Blue Book says the average price of a new car sold in June reached $47,148. Before you think that contradicts the data from Edmonds, this fixture is the total price, not the amount financed. So what they're basically saying is people are putting somewhere around 15% to 20% down when they're buying their cars. Considering Kelly Blue Book says most people who purchased a new car in June paid over MSRP, there are quite a few would-be shoppers who are most likely sitting things out. At interest rates continue to rise, even more will decide to keep their hoopty going instead of getting something new. We've touched on all these things. We've talked on if you have a good used car, it might make sense to do something on a new car. If you have a used car, does it make sense to fix it? When I help you, I'm not selling you anything. I'm not the guy at the dealership trying to convince you all the reasons to buy a new car. I'm the guy that's going to sit there with you and say, here's the reasons where I think you should buy a new car, and here's the reasons where I think you shouldn't buy a new car. Okay? It's completely up to you. If I help you and you put your name on a car and you tell me that you don't want the car, I promise you, I promise you, I am not going to try to convince you to buy that car. I've had two listeners this week that were waiting for cars. I think both of them made decisions that I don't want to say they're going to regret. They were assist, they were in their best interest for them, but I'm not going to explain to them why I think they're making a mistake. They made a decision to order a car. They made a decision to put their name on an incoming car. When they changed their mind, I said, don't worry about it. Now, the funny thing was when I called one of the dealerships, the general manager also said, thank you very much. I can now sell the car for way more money. Okay, I don't help people make Poor decisions. If I think you're doing something wrong, I'm going to tell you, don't buy the car right now. It's not necessarily a bad idea if you understand exactly what you're doing when you're buying the car. If you go in blind If you go in with your eyes closed and you don't know what you're doing, yes, it can become catastrophic. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Easiest way to reach me, area code 602-525-1370. That's my phone number. Easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. I talked about that article from Jalopnik that I really, really liked, and here's Another article from this gentleman. It's Angel Lopnik, and here is how to prevent having a car payment that's too high. Understanding auto loans is not rocket scientist, but it actually requires math. And what I've said for years is the figures don't lie, but liars can figure. The big headlines that's making the rounds is people are spending $1,000 a month on a car payment. Yes, this market sucks and cars more expensive than ever, but that doesn't mean you have to get stick, stuck with the four-digit car note. First, let's discuss why looking at Ryan... Rising average payments isn't all that scary, and frankly, it isn't all that helpful. 
You take a large sampling of monthly payments and divide by the number to get your average, which is currently sitting around 700 a month. Now you remember that if you throw the big number with your sample, your average is going to skew higher. For example, if you use 24, 55, 17, 87, 100, and 250, you get an average of 88.8. There is a relationship between those $1,000 payments and an increase in the average payment that a lot of outlets are missing, and it's the fact that wealthier buyers are pivoting to buying cars instead of leasing them. Because right now, leasing is generally a bad idea from a mathematical perspective. Banks have started to raise residuals, and the higher the residual, the less you owe on the car at the end. Okay, And what the reason they're changing this is, yes, it gives you a lower payment, but... When you owe the, I mean, it's the more you owe on the car. So if the car is a hundred thousand dollars and the residual seventy percent, at the end of the lease you owe seventy thousand dollars. Okay, you're not responsible for that. That's on the hook from the manufacturer. But what I will tell you is a lot of leases right now do not have competitive money factors or the interest rate, which is the one thing that is not on the. Lease contract. In previous markets, you would have found leasing luxury cars like a BMW X5 for around 800 a month. Now those folks are financing those vehicles and looking at those four-figure payments because this is more common. These, this is more common. Those more expensive cars that are now being financed are skewing the average payment upwards. Of course, rising interest rates and transaction prices over MSRP are also playing a role as well. I was looking at a lease the other day, and the purchase interest rate was 3.9%. The lease interest rate was 6.7%. The lease interest rate is nowhere on the contract. You have to take the money factor to equate that to an interest rate. Brings to his next point, that these average numbers aren't helpful at all for you as an individual buyer. I'm going to tell you. I don't care if the average car payment is $712 a month. I don't care if there's 12% of the car payments over $1,000 a month. What I care about is you not buying a car that you can't afford. Okay, But remember, if you go into a dealership and you look at a $30,000 car, which is way below, you know that's still a $450 plus car payment. Don't buy more than you can afford. But they don't give you the steps to figure it out. The first step is to understand what a comfortable monthly payment looks like. There is no hard and fast formula for this. Some say no more than 10% of your monthly income, but different people have different thresholds. What buyers need to do is have an honest handle on how much money is coming in every month, how much is being spent on various expenses, and what portion of that would be comfortable for them to spend on a car. The other factor is how much that buyer has in cash to use as a down payment. There's a balancing act between keeping your payments down and having liquid assets on on hand. I always tell people, depending on what the interest rate is and where your money is, do you put extra money down or do you just finance more of the car? Remember, if you finance too much of the car, it's really important to protect yourself with gap insurance. Once you have the comfortable payment and down payment in mind, the next step is calculating affordability. Again, we need to go back to the math class and fire up the handy calculator, or in this case, an online calculator that will help us set up the budget. I use a calculator. Dot net, 
and select their auto loan tool. You click the monthly payment tab and plug in the payment that works for your budget. So you're looking for $400 a month, a 60-month loan, a 5% interest rate, $3,500 down. They don't have title and registration in there. They don't have sales tax in there. So the total amount that they're showing for your loan Vehicle price is $24,696.28. Upfront payment is $3,500. Total of 60 monthly payments is $24,000. Total loan interest is $2,800. Total cost, price, interest, and tax. Remember, whenever you buy a car, there's a truth in lending box. It shows you what you paid for the car, how much you financed, what the rate is, what's the finance charge, and the last box is the box that shows down payment, total payments, and interest for the total cost of the vehicle. Some people kind of freak out when they get to that box and they realize that that $40,000 car with no money down, and by the time they add tax license and everything, they're now over fifty grand, including the interest. You can even factor in a down payment, interest rates, local sales tax, dealer fees, and so on. For this exercise, I keep in simple and targeted a $400 monthly payment with a 60-month loan at 5% using $3,500 down. This gives me a total spending limit of $24,700. I'm not telling you to go to, the, to, the, to this. What I'm telling you to do is know, know that when you walk into a car dealership, what is it? that you can afford. If you left the house in the morning and you and your wife said, we can't have over a $450 car payment, you know, don't get caught up in financing a car for 84 months. Some of these loans have even gotten worse than that. Uh, Worst dealership markups at markups.org. A dealer markups are bad. These are exceptionally bad. Start the slideshow. So, a Hyundai Palisade with a $1,398 markup. A Ford Lightning with a $2,000 markup. You find a Lightning and it's $2,000 marked up, you need to jump all over the car. Next slide. Honda HRV, the 2023, $2,500 markup. Toyota Corolla Cross, good luck finding one with a $4,000 markup. 2022 Nissan Rogue, $5,000 markup. 2022 Kia Rio, $6,140 markup. I don't know where they get the information from, but here's a Mazda 3 hatchback, $7,500 markup. Uh, I guess they're finding these uh, at dealerships on the addendums. Uh, It's not an average of anything. It's actual dealerships addendums. 2023 Integra, $8,300. Lexus NX, NX450 Hybrid, $10,000 markup. 2022 Honda Civic, $12,000 markup for the SI. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Just understand what your markup is. Understand what it is you're doing. Don't care about what everybody else does. Do what's best for you. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. I want to thank everybody that listens to the show, everybody that reaches out to me. It's a pleasure dealing with each and every one of you when you call. Thanks, and have a wonderful weekend.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.